evening, everybody. You're tuned in to a Burkamp Wonderland, and Jock and I are here to entertain you with our unique brand of whimsy, of joy, and of... Hiya, hey, Mum. Jock, hello. Hammers, it has been too long. When was the last time we appeared in a pod together? Ooh. Crikey, that's a good question. It's a long, long time ago, isn't it? I think it might have been like a special Burkamp one. I've made three appearances on the Burkamp I think one. your first one you did with me. Yes, and I think that might have been it, isn't it? The turd, yes, yes. I'm a, I think it is. Uh, it's years. We're talking years, aren't we? Really, that's a long time. Christ, time flies, doesn't it? I know. When was the last time we actually met up? Leeds. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. Oh yeah, Leeds. Eddie and Katie a double. Yeah, that glorious and just a great, great day. It was man, it was. Can't get much better than this season, though, can it? Oh, wow. Uh, and perhaps we should talk about something um, that. Related people other than you and I want to talk about <laughs> and the Southampton game, which is coming up tomorrow at 2 p.m. live on Sky Sports. Wow, nice plug for um, for Sky Sports. Those, I'm yeah. not, I need my help. So, <laughs> I think we should go on with the most obvious and pressing of questions in relation to said football match is what are your thoughts on it, dearest Jock? What, how do you think the game will go? Are you confident? Are you dubious? Are you afraid? Do you feel betrayed? Are you frightened? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me in the corner. Um, I Southampton always give me the willies, excuse the pun. Um, they're our bogey side. They have been for so long. We haven't won. Um, we've had uh, how many wins since 2015? We've had five away defeats since 2015 at St. Mary's. I think we won once or maybe twice in seven years at St. Mary's. Um, it's a bad hunting ground. Um I mean, they've even done it to us a few times at home, to be fair. Uh, they're just one of those sides that, or we're one of those sides that seem to be, it doesn't matter. Like I remember last season, especially, obviously last season and this season, there was a big contrast. But I think Everton came to the Emirates and they hadn't scored um, or uh, hadn't scored for like five games. They hadn't won. It's, it's, it's that little Hudson. Yeah, he's just a, a new, as soon as we were starting, he's going to come down. Of course, if he comes down, he comes down, man. It's fine. Um, we seem to be those sides. That it doesn't matter if you haven't scored for five games, you haven't won for five games, you're going to get the opportunity to to get something out of the game against us. We just seem to be, oh, you're having bad luck? Let us break that for you. And St. Mary's, we have terrible bad luck there. But there are a lot of things that have... Times are a changing, Hamis. Um, they haven't won. They've won once in six games. Um, one win is six. They're, got... they're not doing very well this season. I don't think I, you've looked at Southampton from seasons past, and mm-hmm. you think there's something about them. And I'm yeah. sure I'm tempting fate with what I'm about to say. So maybe I ought not say it, but I'm going to. But I've watched them. <laughs> I forget who it was, but I watched them a couple of times this season. I thought. Yeah. If we even 80% show up, we'll batter them. 100%. Yeah, I mean, on paper, it's it's a, it's a one-sided contest, but it's never won on paper, is it? And they have got a fair amount of injuries. I think they're going to have to change the formation against us because they're missing um, quite a few right-backs. Uh, I know the Carl Walker-Peters pulled up in the last match, which was a 1-0 win against Bournemouth, which was no mean feat. Bournemouth are flying quite high considering they've got a caretaker manager and, you know, it's Bournemouth. They didn't spend a lot, whatnot. So they, they were flying high and Southampton, just, it was backs against the wall for about 60 minutes, but it showed that they can defend. I mean, I like a fair amount of their players, but they've broken 
the loss streak. So they're going to be they're going to be pumped, um, and they haven't had a clean sheet at home for seven <laughs> games. Tempting to say. Um, I know. It's one, I know. Of, it's one of those ones. I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but excluding Liverpool, where we were really really good, last mm. few games I'd say. Leeds, um, PSV at home, and what was the other one? Uh, Bodo glimpse away. Mm. All 1-0 wins. I thought yes. that mm, there's... I don't want to say cracks appearing. I just say that we look a little stretched. Because whilst on paper, our first 11 is really good. And we do mm. have significant backup in certain areas, which is really good. But, you know... Mm, they just slightly worry that if we're mm. being honest, maybe not so much the PSV game, but certainly Berta Glimpton's definitely I'm, leads. I'm glad you segregated the PSV game because that was like 1-0 on, yeah. on paper, but in every other way, we absolutely hammered them. But I, I know what you're saying. I mean, the pessimist in me thinks 1-0 wins. I mean, the, against Bodo Glimp, they had 14... They were undefeated in 14 games at home in European competition. That's I think a, that's it was, a, there's no dispute and that's a hard place to go. I mean, uh, yeah, it was, I think it was second only to Barcelona uh, in Europe in terms of their home sequence. Because they'll um, be accustomed to that place and you can guarantee that the away team going there, they ain't having it. Or you look at, if you were a footballer and you think, oh, Thursday night in that temperature, I don't want to go and play there. Yeah, yeah, it's like, that, you know, Tuesday night in Stoke. I think I'd rather go to the Arctic Circle than fucking Stoke, though, to be fair. I'd rather so, go to fucking... Not much um, difference between the two in terms I'd, of, you know, technological advances. I'd, I'd rather go to Kharkiv in Ukraine right now than fucking Stoke, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, they play on AstroTurf as well, which is obviously an acquired taste. Um, takes a little while to get used to that. So, uh, there are extenuating circumstances to our very narrow wins. Um, apart from... Oh, the fucking Leeds game was mental. Oh, it was it a was, weird, weird game, it wasn't just, it? I mean, oh, it was horrible, absolutely horrible. If we're being really honest, we kind of got away with it a little, didn't we? I mean, yeah, I mean, if you were Bam- Leeds, if Bamford's a fucking knobhead who put this. I like, I liked Bamford. I think he's, you know, he's he's uh, the thinking man striker. He's always quite intelligent. You know, he um, he, he does a lot for sustainability and environmental causes. You know, I like that a lot. You know, using his platform for for good um but yeah in terms of his his performance and his histrionics yeah he got put in his place by our, our big boys in the at the back but i mean they could have had another penalty um we were lucky he missed the first one um red card not red card was a red card for us I mean, they got rescinded at the end i mean the goal the goal that they Jesus. got disallowed that was touch and go as well if you put it this way, if you were, if we were in Leeds' place, yeah, we would pissed, be exactly. Yeah, I think you. They des- they definitely. Des- I mean, for, they really turned it on against us, and they had us pen- pinned back. And the Ellen Road uh, crowd were, you know, their usual vociferous self. Um, yeah, it was it was a really tough tough game. But then there's there's teams that have gone to Ellen Road uh, and lost. I mean, Chelsea, I believe, um, which is. Much. Which is the same um, for um, against Southampton. They went to St Mary's and um, they got beat by by Southampton earlier in the season. So there is a capacity for us to struggle here. Um, and what you're saying about the you know the three consecutive one nil wins, yes, I think every three days there is going to be fatigue setting in. But I, I'm really glad about Arteta's comments midweek. He was asked about, you know, can Saka maintain playing every three days? And he said, listen, all the top players play every three days. They play 70 games a season. 
You know, all the, I mean, the, the top, if Saka wants to be elite, because let's have no doubt. I mean, no one has any doubt that Saka has, is elite. He is up there. And I think he got absolutely fucking robbed of the Copa trophy, to be honest. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I think that Arteta hit the nail on the head. Our, our players, all right, we can get on to, they're getting paid fuckloads of money. Yeah, they should be playing. They're only playing 90 minutes. But, uh, you know, a footballer's body now is different to what it was 20, 30 years ago. Um, the, the, you know, the fast twitch fibers and the muscles now, they're, they're like finely tuned Formula One cars as opposed to robust sportsmen. But at the same time, they should be able to play 90 minutes, uh, you know, every, every three to four days um, and not pick up little niggly injuries. And to be fair, Saka's injury record, touch with touch with fucking touch every, every yeah, piece of the fucking one. God, he has a decent injury record and he is playing week in, week out. He's playing nearly all the games, all the minutes that's available. But Arteta's right. They need to play. They need to play constantly and not just play, but perform because I like the fact that if, you know, if some of our players don't play, we have, we've got backups, decent backups to come in. While our squad isn't exactly the thickest in certain areas, I mean, we are missing Smith Rowe because he's very versatile across the front three. Um, and uh, <coughs> who else is missing? El Nenny is a decent backup. Um, and Zinchenko with his mystery fucking ailments. Whatever I mean, the hell's wrong with him. Yeah, he's picking up niggly injuries. He's doing my head in. I, I would like to see him because he, he he looked really tasty. Actually, to be honest with you, the mention of Zinchenko brings me very nicely in terms of a segue onto Gosh. one of the questions I had prepared for you. <sighs> with Arteta's current selection, do you feel starting Tomiyasu at left back against Southampton is the way he'll go? And do you agree with it? Because what, going, I mean, going forward, I saw there was every reason in the world for him to do it against Liverpool. It made perfect sense. And he pocketed Salah. There's no doubt about it. Oh, he was beautiful. Really good to watch. He was brilliant. And, um, but I don't know against Leeds. And I heard it on another podcast somewhere, but I forget where they were, where they were saying that it didn't suit Tommy Asu being at left back because there was no tactical real, real reason to do it (laughs) against a team that we would be expected to go B and not have to compete with someone of the level of Mo Salah. So my question to you is, do you think the team is better balanced with a natural left footer or do you think we should stay with Tommy Asu for the sake of, you know, team consistency and for the fact that we're rewarding someone who has been playing very well in that position? That's, that's a good point. I think that's the only variable I'll be stuck on is, you know, rewarding performance. But I think it's simply a case of, Tomiyasu will be more solid defensively. Um, so if we're playing a team that is I expected think, to... I, I mean... I'm not saying Kieran Tierney is... He's, Tierney's we, certainly more defensively stable than Zinchenko is. Zinchenko's arguably better. Well, he's definitely better when it comes to cutting inside and joining him in the midfield. Yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. put them both at evens in terms of, you know, playing on the left side of the wing. Mm. I think as a team against Southampton... I can't think who plays on the right side of their attack. I wouldn't. Well, I, they've I got a few. Nothing. They've got a few injuries now, but I think. It'll but I don't be think it's a natural Roman left Perio. Player. I know Roman yeah. Perio plays on one of the flanks. Um, so if it's not a left footer that would be cutting in, I think Tommy Asu might strike. I just think against Liverpool made sense. Absolutely made sense. I'm not sure it would 
It, well, I don't think it did against Leeds, and I don't think it does against Southampton. I think the way Southampton are going to have to set up, because of their injuries at right back, they're going to have to set up as a 3-5-2, which means they're, um, they're a bank of three midfielders, which will probably be Armstrong, Ward, Prowse. Is it um, Lamello, oh, or what the guy's name is? I can't remember the other guy, but he's more of a... He's, as um, you can see, we've really researched this, haven't we? I, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to sit just in front of the, the, the back Some, three. Somebody plays for them. The wing backs are gonna they're gonna be pinned back. So basically they're gonna have a, you're gonna have a bank of five and then a bank of three. Since Brozier went back to Chelsea, who do they have up front now as well? Che Adams. Oh Che Adams, of course, yeah. yeah. And the Isn't Danny Ings then now is he at Villa? No, oh, he's yeah. at Villa. You got Walcott, but he's not even getting a sniff. Um, oh, nice, no, said it. Guaranteed hat trick tomorrow. Off the bench. <laughs> Crookers hat trick and win three two. Which I think is is criminal because I think Walcott will always give you a chance, but that's I, I think if he's, lost, if he's lost his pace, he's lost eighty percent of what was good about him. Oh yeah, I mean obviously he was a pace merchant, one hundred percent. But I think uh, for us Arsenal fans, he didn't get enough credit. I mean his goals and assists, his goal involvements per game was. Cracking. I know, you can't argue with his output. Um, his output was brilliant. He's just, I mean, this is actually <laughs> again seg- segue. I very hope nicely. not. Andrew, I hope not. Sorry, Southampton don't have Shane Long anymore, do they? Don't. That guy gives me fucking nightmares. Um, uh, he was the ultimate they... aggravation merchant. I don't. I think he might be at West Brom. Who is it that put in that worldie against us when we lost four 0 Someone you've never heard of before, who just outside of the boot, boot curled one in. He still plays from Jan Valerie, I believe. Uh, Jan Valerie. It was one. This precoach Sofian Buffal. No, he certainly have a habit of enabling things Ooh. like that. Um, what I was saying was <laughs> this, that's street knowledge um, what I was saying was that they're going to have to change the formation and it's going to lend itself to they're going to try and play the Tottenham way which sorry a little bit oh. sick in my mouth they're going to play with they're going to bore us to death yeah it's going to be a back five with a with a midfield three which is then going to sit in front of that defence and they're going to try and hit us on the break which means the onus is on us to attack which means it makes way more sense for us to play Tierney, who will give us more width on the left-hand yeah. side. Um, Tommy Asu is... I mean, he, he showed that he, he pocketed arguably the best... And now, maybe not, not now that Howland's there, but the, uh, one of the best Premier League strikers has been... I'd, I'd actually say, excluding Haaland, he's the best attacker in the league. Yeah. So like on uh, consist- consistently, yeah. Um, and... He pocketed him, so Tommy Asso doesn't have to answer any questions of whether he can play at left back or right back defensively. And I think if we're going to Old Trafford, Stamford Bridge, um, the A had him playing at left back, I would have no qualms putting him in there. But where we're going to have to go forward and stretch him and lure him out, Tommy Asso is not the answer. No, I agree. And one of the other points I was going to make in terms of our selection. Mm. is do you feel that Arteta is going to maybe think about resting the likes of Odegaard, the likes of Saka, the likes of Martinelli or Gabriel Jesus, who have played a significant amount of our games? I think there's going to come a time where he has to think about it because fatigue will play a part. I mean, you've got to try and rest these guys somewhere. Well, Jesus came to him and said and demanded he play against uh, PSV. Um, yeah, PSV. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he, and he, you know, because obviously he was going to rotate. Eddie was the Europa League man. I'm, I'd have no qualms with putting Eddie in um, against Southampton, but with Jesus on the bench. But I, I, I say we play our first team consistently. Um, don't bully me, Jock. Sorry, Dan. A lot of bullying went on before this broadcast started. It was some of the this, most abusive language I've ever heard. It's true. Shocking. I mean, it wasn't even rated R. It was. I don't know what it, it was rated. Christ. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I'd probably yeah put put Eddie in, but uh, who would you replace? If you t- I wouldn't take Odegaard out. He, he makes just makes everything tick. I mean, yeah, his assists and his goals um, aren't bad this season. Um, I think they could be better, but I'm not so concerned about that. As long as he's involved and he's he's starting things off, and look at the way Jack is playing right now. I mean, he's playing almost as a number ten. His, his goal involvements are for me. I think he's doubled what he's earned in the last two seasons already and we're only 10 I mean there are certain team members like um, I think Xhaka and and Party are the ones that worry me because I I think we could stand to if we had to cover Saka for a game with Vieira and Martinelli we could do it could even do it with Gabriel Jesus out one side and Ketadan we could cover that Mm -hmm. The the, the player I don't Think either player I think we can't cover is Partey. But have you seen the the stats of our win percentage with and without him? It, yeah. The disparate disparity between the two is huge. But the problem is, uh, Sambi Lukonga gets a, a rough time of things. We it, we've got Gunners have got no patience whatsoever. Um, uh, he, had a gr- he had a great game against Bodo. Um, yeah. I like him. I've always I, I think he is raw. Of course he's mm. raw. He's just but a the, kid still, isn't he? You can't exactly. You can't compare him against Party, who is the who is the finished article. That's the reason we broke the bank for him, and that's the reason why Atletico didn't want him to go. Blah blah blah. But the problem with Thomas is his injury record. Before he came here, it's mystifying. Was he was flawless? I mean, he was like unbreakable. Comes to Arsenal, turns into the, the glass man. Um, but you can't rest him because we're such a different machine when he doesn't play. It, you put Sammy yeah. in and go, look, do that role. And I, 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 I'm, he won't be able to. I'd be more worried about it with still too many beards on this channel. What about, what about us chin clean chaps? chin chaps? Try to say that three times fast. Fuck. Clean chin chaps. Discrimination. I don't even know how to justify this. Uh, this is, I, I, this is I, laziness. I think if we do one thing in January, it's go and get someone who can play that role. I, I Yeah, but but if you get someone who can play that role, are they going to be happy playing second fiddle? Because they're going to play, they're going to play understudy. You look at um, we went out and bought Zinchenko. Even we had when we had someone who could play. Zinchenko is. Have you seen what he does for Ukraine? He is the ultimate. He's the perfect understudy. He he plays there. He's box to box, and he's he's the only other player. so good. The only other player who's actually played there is Ben White. Yes. He's played sure. there. I think it was it Leeds or maybe Brighton. He played there, but he's definitely played there. Yeah, and he his his distribution. I, I think if we if we get hit with an injury problem, I was thinking about this. I was looking at the um, how uh, what about the cover of the squad? And if you look at mm. it from base to top, two keepers. All right. I mean, Ramsdale is easily first choice, but I think yeah. if Matt Turner had to come in for a couple of Premier League games, I think he's solid enough. As yeah. a shot stopper, and he's no good enough in the air and big enough that I think he'd be all right. All right, his yeah. distribution's not on Ramsdale's level, but you yeah, could yeah. Co- he could cover two or three games, four or five games, and I wouldn't be too worried about it. That's fair. Across across the back line, we're covered. 
We've got yeah, yeah, Tommy Asu who can play any one of the three positions. Zinchenko, Tierney, Holding, Saliba, Gabriel, I think would be fine. We could afford yeah. to lose a couple there, and I think we'd be all right. But part is the position where, especially up, up now... We're so interchangeable, like you said. I mean, with the flexibility. If even um, if we lost Saka for a game or two, we could swap it around. And... That's the other place I was coming to, and it's gonna. This is probably gonna be one of these things that people won't agree with me, but I can't help thinking that we need like. I don't know if we could go out and get a, like a if it was just like like a Davos Suker. Okay, but somebody like that signing where he was. There for a year and a bit, and he was just as a cover to let people bet in to give us a different option. And he he, he went there. He knew that he wasn't going to play every game. He knew that he wouldn't be in the pecking order above Henri Burkamp or Cano. But he was the kind of player that you could put in when you needed to. And he was of that quality where he could cover. And he was that age where he didn't necessarily be a starter. Yeah, yeah. Like the ideal situation, you know, ideal player. Um, would be Ilke Gundogan because he he's probably looking. Um, Do you know who I think? And this is probably one of those moments. But I think not him, but somebody like Giroud that would give us a different element. In what you're talking about in attack? Yeah, I'm talking about, because oh. I, I think if we lose right. Gabriel Jesus, let's say he goes to the World Cup and he gets <sighs> a knock, or Enkete is not there, then there's zero people. That, we, we have two players that can play down the middle. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people tout Martinelli as a potential. Martinelli potentially. He, yeah, I think he could, but he's not ready. Um, I think if you take you put him down the middle, you lose a good percentage of what really makes him effective on the left. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that'd be a you only do that in the last minute. And the other option is, is like you play Smith Rowe as the false nine. False nine. <laughs> which a is injured. I just think if we're going to get hit injury wise, it will be. Number yeah. nine or number four. So it's like that, you know, experience, I think we really cover experienced cover you bring cover. in. Yeah. Mm. But who would be a good candidate? Fuck no. Yeah, this, this, this is the point I was making. You need someone who's, who's, who's a veteran who can, who can teach the kids a, a thing or two. You dropped your cutlery. No, I hadn't <laughs> dropped your iPad. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> my kids are in bed. Thank fuck for that. Thank my wife. Uh what video did he have on anyway? Oh, he can't hear me. This is podcast gold, this, isn't it? <laughs> Dead air is a crime. Danny's in the background having a fucking connection at this as well. <laughs> well, yeah, it's better than touching himself, so. I, I shouldn't <laughs> use that language in front of my little boy as well. Luckily, he's oh, not upstairs. I've, I've replaced the word fuck with fridge. I say fridge. Oh, That's look. a really good idea. Oh, fridge. Because you... First of all, you start saying for a lot, but then you, you know, it normal services resume shortly. Before we go, I'm going to ask Hudson to give us a prediction, seeing as he sat right next to me. <laughs> What's he watching on his videos, anyway? Um, he's watching kids' YouTube at the moment. Oh, yeah, my kids love that. They're watching he, they're one of the things he likes to go through because is if you look on YouTube, they'll do, they'll do these videos where this guy in Austria unboxes Lego sets. You'll talk about the Lego sets, unbox them, and then you do this sort of almost stop motion video that's sped up of the Lego uh, set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, he wants to show you what he's watching, which is this. 
Oh wow! Well, my kids at the moment have gone. I've gone on a real Mario kick. They haven't got a console because you know I've stopped that. Um, but they're getting one this Christmas. <laughs> they're gonna get. I'm gonna get them a Switch because they are so into Mario. It's unreal. It's scary. I mean, they're going around. Go, my, mind you, what's really cool is that anytime they see anything red and white, they go, "Daddy, Daddy, Daddy, Arsenal, look!" So I'm like, I they're got, on the um, right track. They're on this the right jumper through the post today, and it came in with the Arsenal crest on it. Uh-huh. And when Bear, Bear saw it, the first thing he said. <laughs> is I love it. Yeah, you loved it, didn't yes, you? Yes, you do. Yes, considering how off-topic I go every show, these two are doing very well. I don't know if that's tongue-in-cheek. I think it might be. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to leave him. He's fine. He's not. You can't hear it. He's funnily enough. He's watching that video. The one with the guy box, unboxing Lego Spider-Man. He's quite all right there. Wrong, I've seen his Lego Lego skills, man. He's gonna be uh he's gonna be an engineer. I think he'd be an architect or a builder when he's older. Mm-hmm. I mean he was yeah. building a Lego creator set that was built or designed rather for seven to twelve year olds. Shit the bed. And he just sat there built it with the instructions. I didn't have to help him at all. No, this is what ABW do. Yeah, we do go off topic. This is what we do. We we offer a different slant on things. It's not just it's not it's not clickbait like some podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. <clears throat> All right, Jock, he you wants get, to show you, get, you that show is me. the man building Hydra Stomper, which is a Lego Hydra set he has. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see. Oh, he, he looks um, like, I don't, can I say it? Oh, fuck it. He looks like a kiddie fiddler. He does a little, doesn't he? It does look a bit off, doesn't he? I mean, if he was in your neighborhood, you'd be doing a few searches. If he was like, yeah, would you like to look at my Lego, little boy? <laughs> Oh, my Battenberg is so moist for you. Oh. <laughs> Come, let's assemble something. <laughs> oh, shit, I've just stumped on their tool set. Fuck. 3 uh, 1 to the Arsenal tomorrow. See, a low key 73 yeah, is trying to actually bring us back to some semblance of well, Arsenal related theme. Martinelli, uh, Martinelli, Maitland Niles can't. Danny, I'm just going to say, worries. fuck you. Grown men, I'm a grown man, Lego. and I play with Lego. Lego rules, they, man. It's they, just. They, See, <laughs> you've been told, Danny, and that's that. I lo- when when that switch comes at Christmas, I'm getting them all the Mario games. I'm going to be on that religiously. I can't wait. Can't wait. I'm going to relive my youth again. The boys ain't even going to get a look in, and I'm going to I'm going to teach them how to lose with grace. Some some of the Lego sets they build are specifically for adults. So that like this one, the Marvel Sanctum Sanctorum, Doctor Strange's house. Oh, nice. It's 18 plus, and he's seen it, and he really, really likes it. If I had a spare 250 quid knocking about, I'd probably I've seen, get it. I've seen how expensive they can get. Yeah, I mean, I wanted, I yeah, wanted mate, the Ghostbusters Firehouse. That's what I wanted. That and goes for one. Sugar mm. sandwiches. He, he can't hear you if you want to swear, by the way. Shit the fucking bed. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry? Okay, mate. Daddy's doing this, okay? Do you know? Do I know? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> Do you hey. want to... All right. Arsenal are playing tomorrow. Do you want to stand up here a minute? Come up here. Come on. All right. Arsenal are playing tomorrow. Wave to Uncle Jock. Hey! Right. Do you think Arsenal will win tomorrow? Arsenal will win tomorrow. Yay. Yeah. What do you think the score will be? Good. The score will be good. Yeah. Do you reckon they'll one, win by lots two of goals? Or three. One, yeah. two, or three. 
One, two, or three. Two? Two? That's five. You think so? Five? five? Yeah. That's your prediction, is it, mate? Five nil. Yeah. Right. Can you say hello to everyone out there? Hello, everyone. Hello, Arsenal fans. Hello, Arsenal fans. Honestly, he's doing a better job than you did. I think, um, there you go, Danny. We've got someone who can replace me now. Maitland-Niles can't play tomorrow, which is good. Um, Because, you know, the old old rule about ex-players. Because there's no way he's coming back. Nice prediction, Clock Orange. I agree. I'd I'd be very happy with the (laughs) 5-0. Hudson, it's Sanctum Sanctorum, mate. It's cool. If, um, If... Hudson gets the predictions right, which is very possible. He may. He's done it before. Mm-hmm. Then it's I five reckon, nil. yeah. Then he's going to have to come on, come on, and keep. One. No, on I think and... what what should happen is that Danny starts a Kickstarter for yeah. the Sanctus Sanctorium. Yeah, we can do um, it for him. See, if you get a prediction right, mate, we're going to put a GoFundMe a Burkamp Wonderland to see if they can get you. Someone will buy you the Sanctum Sanctorum. That sounds good, to be fair. James Rail Stokes and Bear. It's been updated. You've got a global <laughs> right now. <laughs> are, you, are you building it? <laughs> no, I'm, trying right to get the iPad, I'm trying to get the bloody iPad thing to go down. Oh, you got to fix it for me. That's what he was. Yeah. That's what he was. Uh... Okay, mate. Yeah. See, you no, know what I can't do. I can't lay down on the couch without Ellis and Jude. They come up to him and they go, Squash Daddy. I'm like, no, no squash daddy. And they go, squash daddy. I'm like, no, no squash daddy. And they go, squash daddy. <laughs> and then they jump on me. So I, I feel your pain. You don't get a moment's peace. Uh, That's all right. I mean, he's not really daddy. interfering with it. When's, when's number two coming, mate? Um, currently, we're not really. Look. This is the Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> this is the guy building it. It is pretty cool, to be fair. So tune into a Burkamp Wonderland for all the top <laughs> Arsenal content. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have talked a lot about Southampton's woes. Um, he, he's done really well to sit here for a quarter of an hour and not say anything. It's not bad, to be fair. Not bad. He's done all right. You should have. You should have. I don't know. Given him some fucking sweeties or something. Um, I probably should have, but it's a yeah. bit close to his bedtime to have sweeties. I know, but sometimes the, you know the sacrifice is worth making. So if I think I know I've, we've covered I've, all the points we need to cover, I think, Jockey, Jockey Poos. So um, Hudson's given a prediction. What is yours? I don't want to. I don't like doing this. I think Southampton, despite them scoring once every two games, I think they'll score. Um, <clears throat> I think two, I'm going to go 2-1. I'll go 2-1. Um, I think Hazers will score, and I think they'll be, I don't know, they'll come off a fucking Saliba's left testicle or something. We'll get, we'll, we'll scrape. We'll, I think it'll be another scrapey win. Uh, I know Southampton are shite right now, but it's Southampton, it's St. Mary's. We've got a lot of wins on the bounce, so it's all set up for us to be on one time. Danny's going Southampton 1, Arsenal 5. I'm going 2. Yes, yes, I, I admire the optimism. I'm actually quite. After two, I, I'm, I'm with Loki. I think we'll win 3-0 or 3-1. <sighs> yeah, I'm going 
Yeah, I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be tighter than. It's not gonna be as mental yeah. as the Leeds game, but I think there's gonna be some scary moments. <laughs> yes. I want he, another one in. He that with that yes. He could right, have been I'll in tell house, you what. Of Stand up. Oh, 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 Come here. Oh. Where are they? Oh. One nil to the Arsenal. Yeah, I'm up for that, Fred. Definitely, mate. I'll, I'll take another Hello. one. 100%. Hey, Bear, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's your Uncle Jock. Hello. 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 <laughs> I hear. I saw your Lego sets and your Lego building. Your daddy showed me how good you, how good you are at Hello. Lego. Oh. Mm. oh. My wife's just come in from t- putting the kids down myself. Say, your Lego's good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're very good at Lego. <laughs> so do you like Arsenal too? Yeah. Yeah, that's right, because Daddy likes Arsenal. So you have to. <laughs> now we'll service oh, resume after these messages. Beep. Beep. Now we've just put the, um, taking the headphones out so we can hear everything you say properly. Oh right, I've got beyond. I'm I'm now resorting to fudge and fridge, um, and sugar sandwiches. You don't need to make you hear it coming out the TV now, can't you? Oh, say hello, Joe. You're on the podcast. <laughs> That's James. Oh my! <laughs> this this was, was a family interruption podcast. Oh, fine. I went to Lego Land. You went to Legoland? Yeah, a big one. No way. How, how, how old are you, Hudson? Um. <laughs> how old are you? Four. Four? Wow. So you're taller than me, then? You're very close to being as tall as Uncle Jock, aren't you? Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mind you, my, my oldest, Jude, is... He's, I, don't, I don't know if he's mine. He is so tall. He's, he doesn't come from the Baggins family, put it that way. You know? Oh, he's off. <laughs> so. I think he wants to show you a pumpkin. Is that a euphemism? I hope so. Lift it up a bit higher, then. Lift it up a bit higher. Is that a white one? A pumpkin. It's a wow. pumpkin that you picked at our local pumpkin field. Oh, it's right. Very it's very cool, Hudson. Very cool, mate. Mate, Hammers, you ain't getting that boy to sleep anytime soon. Oh, no, he'll go to sleep in a minute, because if he doesn't go to sleep when his mother comes back, we'll both get killed. Oh. So we're going to go, um, what we'll do, we've done, we've done a solid 35 minutes of good content. <laughs> but I think we're going to have to wrap it up here. As far as previews go, it's essentially been... <laughs> yes, mate. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to do some more podcasting? Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. Stand up. Sit down. I'll put the microphone here and need you to talk to Jock. Yeah. Hello, mate. I can see it and it's super cool. I love it. Whatever it was, it was amazing. You can imagine that people are tuning out of this in their drones, aren't they? I'd be very surprised if anyone's online right now. Yeah, it's, what's this, Beth? 
I do actually like that. I really do, to be fair. And that one that Chris, uh, the, the pirate, he, the way he um, iron pressed on that back decal. That looked really good, didn't it, Chris? Yeah, really good, to be fair. Really, really nice. I'm extremely jealous. He's going to have to go down the shoe yeah. wall right now and get, get his own like clothing yeah. line. Yeah. I'd buy from him. Okay, I'll show Charlie. Right, he wants you to see this. It's a minion. A minion. And there's Emmett yeah. from the Lego movie as well. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I, lo I, love the, I love the Lego movie, man. Yeah. I've, actually got, I've actually got a special edition Blu-ray with, um, you know, what the name of the god voiced by Morgan Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, Vitruvius or something like that. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got, I've got that. So, you know, I, I'm just as mature. To be right. fair. I think on that note, we'll wrap up this preview, shall we, Jock, so I can get this little... Munchkin back to his bed. If there was a preview for this preview, it would read action packed. It would read incredible um, knowledge packed into a small period of time. <laughs> That's the name of my sex tape. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, the kid be, could be Prime Minister. I mean, Christmas. he's got as good a chance as anyone, Loki. To be fair, I think that's an injustice to Hudson, to be fair. Um, I think he's way better than that. Um, no, Hudson Bear, whoa, whoa! Is there any need for the animosity? I mean, he got a bit sassy then, didn't he? Yeah, I'm your friend here, mi amigo. What the? Oh, is that what's next? That's a farm. That's a farm. Yeah, it's a Lego City farm. He likes it. I can smell bankruptcy for hammers. <laughs> Not far wrong, actually. <laughs> yeah, Christmas is coming, mate. Believe me, I feel right. you. Hudson. <laughs> Well, um, do you want to say goodbye to all the listeners who've been listening to you? You know, you, you know, you're going out live, mate. You're probably famous now. That's Mummy's pension. Come on, man. Stand up, see yourself. Can you see yourself? Oh, you cracked me out, kid. What's this thing? I watched the Lego film on a flight in the Batman Lego after, yes. after Batman Lego like was Batman out there. Lego. Yeah, I, I know what you mean, though. It it's wasn't not as good as the Lego movie. No, I liked him in fleeting moments, Will Arnett, in the Lego movie. He was excellent, but it was a lot of, a lot of Will Arnett. Fun, yeah, but it, it was still a great movie, but it still wasn't. Yeah, there's a police yeah. one. Lego City. Yeah, I get you. I'm a ninja. He, he likes the ninjas. Oh, Ninjago. Oh, that confuses the bejesus out of me. I find it a little difficult to follow, but some of the sets are really cool, aren't they, mate? Yeah. Sit up there. See, now at the moment, Jude and Ellis are in, into. Do you watch Blaze and the Monster Machines? Uh, you like, you like Blaze and the Monster Machines, don't you? Yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, like I said, they're on a big Mario kick, so they're running around pretending they're Toad and Mario. People are watching you. Uh, he, you know what? I love his blasé attitude. His laissez-faire. Like, I've got some string. <laughs> I don't care for fame and fortune. I have string. That's all a soul needs. <laughs> Maybe we should wrap this up. I think you Right, Hudson. I'm having a Hudson, I need you to think of a closing statement. Hello, I got a squid. Right. 
I want you to tell the people what you think about Arsenal and how they're going to perform tomorrow against Southampton. Uh, Arsenal is good. I don't think there's any better way we can wrap this up than Arsenal is good. If he, if if Hudson had a mic, drop it. You could drop it. And he's now trying to tie me up with a string. Well, it's probably what he's seen in uh, with his mummy and daddy, eh? Ian Hancock's daddy is by the <laughs> right, should we say goodbye to everybody? I want to talk to him. Oh, you want to talk to Josh? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> say, what do you want to Hudson? say? Hudson? Yeah. Does Uncle Jock's head look like a potato? Check it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, climb across the table. Land. Oh, you're playing swag. Okay, here you go. Then. Look at my dinosaur. That is. Amazing. What kind of dinosaur is inside, though? I think it was a velociraptor. Just think he saw us. Empty. Damn It's empty. Damn. I was hoping to do that. You know, the Jurassic Park, take the glasses off. My God. I'm just going to finish this by saying that my, my prejection is Arsenal will win 3 0. Martinelli will score twice, Ooh. and Fabio Vieira will get the third. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Still going 2-1. I'm not optimistic. I'd rather be a glass half empty, so then I'm, uh, we're, yeah, I'm we're stopping to get pissed off. Of so, one last time. Come sit here. Come sit here. <laughs> one last time. <laughs> what, what do you want? Mommy's going to kill you. Mommy's going to kill you. Mommy's going to kill you. Something to do. This. Oh. Alright. Last thing to show Jock then. It's a big red bus. There's a little one. It's it's, it's huge. I could fit in there. It's a London bus. Wow, that is cool. I love it, Hudson. I love it. What's this? What's that? It grinds. Can you do this? Hudson, look at the camera. Look at the camera. Can you do this? <laughs> Put your face up there, mate. There, see? Can do this. You need to come over this way. <laughs> That's it. Now you're on. Now you're on screen. Oh, show me. Can do this. Go on. <laughs> see, I'm related to a troll. You see? Huh? Yeah. Hey. It's true. A dirty win for the mighty Arsenal. One not. I'll take it, mate. I'll take it, Rudy. <laughs> right. If I think uh, probably Danny has probably put sent out R RIP to Wonderland. I've got to take you up to I think we single-handedly killed this podcast. This was a plan all along to have Hudson come on and just destroy a Burkham Wonderland. Can you go get? Mine. Yeah, it's called sleeping pills, mate. Daddy's gonna grab them. Him on the way. What? Okay. <laughs> Just me and you, mate. So, what are what are your thoughts on the on the Tory on the Tory Premiership race? I mean, do you think you're Richie Sunak, man, or are you actually back in Boris to come back? What say you? Really? Are you a Boris man or a Rishi man? Or how about a left, you know, going a, bit, a little bit left field with Penny Morden? Um, 
I mean, who really, who really can follow through on their manifesto and their promises? Because we all know Liz Truss didn't. Really? It, it, it is, yes. This 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 is true. Mm-hmm. It's got yep. a ninja in it. It's got a ninja in it? Yeah. What? It's a it's a Lloyd. Has he got has he got swords? No. Oh. From there. What's what weapon has he got? Uh swords. You, you said he didn't have any swords. I've got a sword down here, wow. Wow. All good ninjas have to have swords. Wow. <laughs> Super I've cool. Got what, is he a bike? No. No, that's he just his wife. <laughs> Sorry? And then he's going to fall over. No, ninja, ninjas never fall over. Yeah, they can jump on it. roofs and... and and flip and yeah, they're super cool. They never fall over ninjas, never. And do you know bad guys ninjas can get him and trap him in jail? <laughs> they trap him in jail. The bad ninjas. Yeah. <sighs> well, they get him with his sword and wah, wah, yeah, wah, like that. Or like super kick. Super kick. Yeah. yeah. Or. Yeah. Punch, punch, punch. Mm, like that. So fast. Ninjas are so fast you can't even see. Like that. And we now proclaim James Ralstokes is this uh, as untimely passing at the hands of his own son. Uh, rest in peace, Hamish. <laughs> Win some more. I like I like that fact. I'm, I'm yeah, still worried about it. I mean, that. you know, we're that side. You know, we'll concentrate on getting safety first. We're concentrating on the top four first, aren't we? Yeah. Still, we're still far too early in the season. You've got the World Cup, which is mixing everything up. Um, get on with it. Right, we should wrap it up now. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up now. So I'm going to say thank you to everybody that's been listening to this incredibly informative life related podcast. Yep. I will say goodbye. Thank you very much, Hamas. Thank you, Hudson. Thanks, yeah. Danny, for having me on again. Um, that is the link. To, <laughs> that's the link to my book that, again. Buy book. it. You held that in a picture. That is nice. any Arsenal fans needs to buy this book. It's about the story of 1991 and so all the untold mythos surrounding it and why it makes it the most incredible campaign Arsenal have ever had, including the Invincibles. Read it, you will find out. It features David Seaman, it features Nigel Winterburn, it features Amy Lawrence, it features Bob Wilson, <coughs> Lee Dixon, David Hillier, uh, many others. Kevin Campbell. Yeah. Buy it. Bye. Anyway, uh, thanks very much um, everyone for tuning in. Thank uh, you I for listening, guys and girls, and everybody across the globe. We will bid you a fond farewell. Hudson, I'm going to let you have the final say, so I want you to say goodbye to everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Splendid business. Get down, dog. <laughs>